guys. Welcome to Clangers of Bangers AFL Footy Podcast. I'm Rose Ruki. I'm Lachlan McGregor. And we're here at the uh, commencement of round 19 um, with our special Carlton Bangers because you know what? Bangers third win in a row. Yeah. Has not, not happened bad. since 2016. So, bit of history starting to, you know, come together. Yeah. Um, was 2016 when Bolton was still coaching? It was. Yeah, because he did... Since 2015. Four, so, yeah. Well. So, not all bad, I guess. We just forget, you know, most recent mems in our time. Um, and an exciting week for tipping. Yep. Uh, both Lockie and I got nine tips, which if you've been keeping up to date, uh, I'm one behind. So, unfortunately... Uh, as exciting as it is. Your boy is still the champ. It it did nothing for me this week. But four rounds to go. Could finish, you know, eight points on top of you. Who knows? Yeah. yeah I just got to start taking some risks. Even though I feel like at this point in the season, you can kind of see exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's pretty so, predictable. Yeah. So. so for us, every game last um, week was predictable. But is there any that didn't go maybe the way you thought and you did a bit of a risky tip? Um... I guess the Cal and Adelaide one wasn't like 100% sure. Still the underdog despite being two in a row um, wins. Um, so that was a sort of a risky tip, but also had a gut feeling it was going to go right anyway. Well, because despite Adelaide's performance on the day, they are still a top eight side. Exactly. And, and just because yeah. the last couple of weeks, you know, haven't shown that. Start no. of the season definitely did. And playing against like a bottom side, you'd think that they'd play a little bit better, but, you know, um, risk paid off, and, uh... Yeah, maybe sh- shouldn't have had Eddie Betts kicking four goals in the sandfall, but whatever. No, that's all right. Um, also thought the Melbourne game could have gone either way. Yeah. I had had St Kilda in just purely because of the changing of coach. Yeah, um, rats. But really could have gone either way. The Port GWS one was a big one. I had seriously no idea going in. Just Port's home ground. Um, GWS not in their most incredible form. And Port could play like the best team of all time or the worst team of all time. It's really difficult to tell. And at one point. It could have gone so, either way. Because exactly. Because for users that don't know, uh, GWS won by one point it, at Port Adelaide's home ground. So... There was another uh, upset that kind of resolved itself by the last quarter. But, yeah, uh, so uh, Gold Coast Essen yeah, well, struggled early. What happened there? Um, again, spent majority of the game behind, which has been the same for the last six rounds already. Um, we've spent only 46% of the last six rounds in front. So considering a team that's won all but one of those games, you'd think we'd be up by for a lot longer than that, but... Got done a couple of poor um, umpiring for oh. like goal decisions, um, like one that was a foot behind the line, but still got it done. Not blaming that. Would have just been a slightly bigger win. Wouldn't have made any difference to our percentage. We're still too far behind. But you would you would blame it if you had lost, which is what the uh, sort of media consensus is. It's like yeah, it's a big deal and yeah, it matters. But it would definitely something would have to be done about it if like Gold Coast had won by a goal. Yeah, and you know that's how it goes. But how about we just go on with the games 
as they went. So the Collingwood Richmond one. Well, so I was that I wasn't interesting enough to keep going with that. No, we'll get we'll get back right, to the right. uh, Gold yeah. Coast Essendon yeah, one later. Whatever. So, um, yeah, pretty much exactly how you expect it. Richmond too dominant. Tom Lynch kicked five. Um, kicked four in the first half. So. So really did had a shit second half. Manchester shot him down, but uh, Dusty with two goals and thirty eight disposals really, really helps you there. Um, despite him, ha- uh, despite Lynch having a se- second half of uh, woes, so that's all right. He uh, stepped up and they got it done. Is Dusty back? I think so, but uh, just in time for finals. Welcome back, Dusty. Where you been? So hope the, you had a good holiday. Good game, I guess. Like. You know, didn't ever look like it was going to be that close, but... What's that little bit here, that Collingwood up for a second? Uh, so that one goal at the start, yeah, that uh, was... There you go, see? Don't count him out. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they scored the first goal. Um, yeah, no, five goals to one in the first, first quarter. Not ideal. But uh, only ended up losing by five goals, so... Considering considering they could have been severely blown out there, lost by 20 goals, you know, it's a good effort. So, Am I allowed to make a point on that, or are we going to go to the next game? No, you can go nuts. <laughs> Do we think that Collingwood is going to make that eight? I think they'll make it, but I'm not not saying they'll be as high as they were what I thought like a few weeks ago. So if you listen to our pod maybe even a month ago, we put them in the top two? Yep. Uh, both of us, didn't, but you had with West Coast, didn't you? Um, or with Richmond? So I put... Actually, I, think I still had Geelong at number one. Yeah. I had, I had Geelong Richmond Collingwood in the grand final. And I had West Coast. So I had, I had Collingwood at four. Okay. I always had them at four, but... Um, I've had them at two since the beginning of the season, uh, Geelong and Collingwood. And now, you know, one of them... Actually, both of those predictions are kind of going down the toilet, but we'll get to that. I won't yep. jump ahead. No, so, um, look, Collingwood has got the bottom two teams in the next two rounds. Um, if they win both of them, I have a feeling that solidifies them a final spot. Um, not, no, actually, yep, I'm wrong. It does 100% solidify them a final spot. Um, Why is that? They're two games ahead already. Okay. Four games left. If they win two, then they've 100% got it. Um, but playing the bottom two teams will certainly be helpful. Maybe a confidence booster. But having only won one game in the last six rounds, is it? And it was only a one-point win yeah. over West Coast. So, look, they need something going into finals because it's uh, clearly not going their way at the moment. But... We'll see. It's they look better than they have in the previous look, weeks. At least they will come into finals with big Jane Stevenson back in action. Yeah, uh, and he's obviously the only player that determines whether they win or lose. Yeah. No, they have got a pretty horrendous uh, injury list yeah. now with Dagoe going out. The question is, like, can they even beat the Gold Coast, who um, put up a pretty considerable fight against Carlton and Essendon? Just saying. Yeah, they are. Uh... They didn't look like the Gold Coast that we knew and loved to hate. Yeah, so they uh, had a couple bad losses to Richmond and Adelaide and then decided, nah, we don't want to lose anymore. Not badly, at least, and turned things around. So, 
yeah, it could actually be a a really good match, uh, even though it is at the G. So, you never Ooh, know, might be yeah. the game to go to. Maybe. Um, I'm still not going to go, but... <laughs> it's a game to watch, though. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure where... I feel like Collingwood will make the finals, but couldn't tell you where it's going to be. Um, and if it is it going to be a uh, long stint or just an appearance? Um I guess it depends who comes back. It also depends who they play. If they play an inexperienced team who's not really finals experienced, then, uh, yeah, nah. I don't think they'll have any problem knocking off a team like Aston or something. Um, But if they had played GWS, if they had played Geelong or something, like West Coast accidentally drops down or something, it will be a tough game with their injuries, but... We'll see. We'll see. Got a a couple more weeks to worry about before then. And also, just a bit of word floating around whether uh, Lynchy can handle the finals pressure, considering Mm. he's never done it before. Yeah. Seems to have adjusted to playing on the big stage quite well. Yeah, not badly. Just took him majority of the season to get there, and but now he's really. And now he's had one good game. So, I like Mason Cox. We can presume that he's going to be... Uh, no, nah, hold on. He's played three in a row good games. Okay, sorry. So, um, like Mason Cox again, <laughs> three good games of his career. Oh, Mason Cox can't get three in a row. He's, uh, and uh, we can assume that he's going to be a cult favourite and um, a hero, and we are so glad that, you know, he's come from Gold Coast to change the face of the game, much like the uh, American himself. Yeah, so... <laughs> we'll see. Um, look, he's got... Revolt to teach him what to do during finals. So, look, Richmond's going to do well. It doesn't even matter. Um, Dusty will win it by himself. Probably, so. Um, yep. All right, moving on. Next game, Brisbane Lions, Hawks. With uh, Lions coming up off a 27-point win. Um, Nothing unusual. Nah, it was a good contest till about half-time. Um... Yeah, with the scores just a point difference, but, you know, just Brisbane playing a superb season and just continued that form. Lockie Neal getting a goal and 33 disposals certainly didn't help. Just didn't 33. Help, so. Yeah, just quiet one. Um, you know, just so everyone doing their part sort of thing. Um, is Brisbane going to be in the grand final? Unfortunately, I don't think so, because um, mm. every time I've done one of those ladder predictors and then the finals things, I've always got them up against like a Geelong or a West Coast, no matter what it is, because so, I can never get West Coast and Geelong on the same side. Um, so unfortunately, I think they'll have to come up against one of the powerhouse sides with a lot of finals experience, uh, Brisbane lacking that since the early 2000s. Yep. Um... So, yeah, it's, uh, I'd love to see him in the final, but it's, uh... I'm going to put a pun on it and say, well, not a real pun. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, uh, I hope and therefore I'm backing them to versus Geelong in that the would finals. Be nice. That would be a very nice final indeed. So... One everyone could get around, I think. Yeah. They're both, you know, two, two great teams. Yeah, so... No hate there. I wouldn't even know really who to go for. <laughs> 
Nothing really exciting about that game. It was a win. Uh, Hawthorne let down purely by kicking, I'd say. Uh, seven goals, 18. Uh, apart from that, though. Nothing, yeah, because, nothing. you know, Hawthorne's just, you know, nothing. Mediocre now. Yep. Not going to make finals. Uh-oh. Time's up. Cool. Don't deal about uh, time. Off you go. Off I go with yep. Carlton versus Adelaide. Uh, I didn't actually watch it. You did, which is... <laughs> I watched it a little bit. I watched okay. the last quarter. Sort of so I was just like, you know, FYI, not because like I'm a slacker. Um, I was at the Northern Blues game, which sure, happened to be sure, sure. at the exact... Well, not the exact, sorry. It was 10 minutes earlier than the game at the MCG. And I was taking photos for the Northern Blues. So unfortunately, I could not watch the Carlton Adelaide game as thoroughly as I would have hoped. But I definitely was keeping an eye on it. And Lockie was keeping me updated with the scores. Um, I've watched a few highlights since then. And it seems like uh, Levi was a big standout. Yeah, definitely. With uh, three goals. And just seemed like a good... He was getting the ball into the 50 nicely. You know, He didn't... played a bit of ruck as well. Uh, yeah, just a bit. Got the the ten hit outs there, so not bad at all. But um, yeah, no, he's just was all over the ground. It seemed more than he usually is. You know, getting fifteen disposals and only having four shots a goal is a little bit different for him. Yeah. Um. So he was well definitely one him. of the standouts. Um. Simpson and Thomas, the veterans, came out of their uh, old bodies and played like Sam Walsh. Basically, I think they said that. Simo and Sam Walsh both polled uh, coach player votes or whatever they're called, which is like a 5,000 and something day uh, gap between their playing um, experience. Yeah. So it's the fourth biggest ever. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see what's bigger than that, but, you know, it's it's a fair difference. So it shows that we've got our uh, talent at both ends of the scale. Yeah, so both of them. Um, Kerno. Yeah, 30 Almost, disposals. Yep. Done a great job since he's come back into the mid. Murphy continued his form with 31 disposals. Not um, bad at all. Yep. And We're pretty... definitely utilising him. You know yep. that anyone knows that listens to this that I'm not a uh, huge Murphy supporter, but since that Teague has uh, moved him back into a role he actually knows how to play, I am very surprised with his form. He's looking like Murphy of old. And uh, Phillips with 35 hitouts, Aye! 9 disposals and a goal. So... Yeah, for all you people that were hating on Phillips for coming in, um, if you he was playing blinders in the VFL for the Northern Blues every week. Every week, I reckon he was like my BOG, um, up, along with Hugh Goddard. They, the two of them uh, played consistent footy every single week. We could take like consistent marks every single time the ball would come near them, and Phillips would not only dominate the ruck, but also usually kick two or three goals. Yeah. So I was glad to see him. He'd be him. a leading goal scorer every week, yeah. it seems. So. Take his spot on the big stage and succeed. Yeah. Phillips, very proud of you, mate. So, yeah, I uh, had a good start. Had a rough middle two periods. Uh, seemed he only got about two hit-outs there, but a uh, small injury to their ruckman sort of helped him a bit there, but... And Good also, um, now, this is not coming from me, this is coming from my mum. Shout out, mum, if you're listening. I told you I'd give you one. Uh, Harry Mackay is not living up to the position that we want him to live up to. He is not a powerful forward that is going to kick the goals because his accuracy has been shocking ever since 
Teague has come in. So the thing is, he was kicking more goals under Bolton, who's maybe one of the only players that has deteriorated under Teague rather than uh, improved, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Is, now, is that because they're playing him in a less goal-kicking role? But the thing is, he's still getting five shots at goal and ending, ending with one four. Yeah, it's Which a... means that, and most of those are set shots. So if him and Levi are the targets and Levi's getting, you know, four or three and he's getting one five, I think he got one week as well. Yeah. And his um, just, uh, kicking efficiency now is like more behinds than goals. I feel like there's no way you can blame a new coach for a poor. No, I'm not blaming him. Like... I'm talking about it from where everyone's comparing our comeback from. Yeah. Which is round fourteen or whatever. Yeah. Since then, he I don't think has had like multiple games in a, multiple goals in a game. Don't quote me on that, but he would have more noticeable multiple goal games earlier in the season, whether we won yeah. or not. So it's just interesting that either because other people have stepped up or other people have moved into his position, but it's not like we've taken him out of the forward. I just feel like it's everything's gone better for you guys and it's just making it so his positioning slightly different. He's not getting his marks in the same spot as he did in the first 14 rounds um, because now Casbolt's actually getting some marks there. You've got a lot of other big forwards You're not, and you're not taking the big marks in the 50 like you were needing so badly originally. In the, at the start of the season, getting a set shot was your main and pretty much only source of goals, whereas now, looking a lot more like anything that's on the ground is a really good chance for a goal. Yeah. Just you're getting it out of packs well, clearances are coming well, and that's where Mackay's not doing well. I only got the four disposals on the weekend, and purely because you guys didn't play a very bomb it long into the 50 sort of game, which you have for the last three years sort of thing. So I think it's just to do with new coach bringing in a new style. Not so much that all of a sudden Mackay's kicking is just gone to crap. It's just... But it was. it's never been perfect. Never been He's perfect. He's been like Levi, whereas in some weeks he kicked five, the next week he kicked five yep. behind. Um, and then it's just... It's, they're just, it's in different positions he's having to kick his goals from. And obviously the weekend, only the four disposals. So you can't really say his kicking was bad because he didn't really get a chance to do it. But I just feel that... He kicked... Sorry. Can, he did kick... Uh, Hines... He kicked, he kicked one one on the weekend. So that's one, two one. of his disposals. Yeah. Um, so half of them... Yeah. Were a goal and half of them were a miss. Yeah. And look like... Look at that. He's playing in the forward pocket the entire time. And one of his shots, though, one of his shots was over here, a long way out on the 50, and that was his missed shot. Okay. That's a hard one to get. His goal was on the other side, which is his better side, and about 25 metres out. Yeah. So it is hard to tell from I'm that. I'm not bagging Harry, just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying out of all the players that have had resurgences, Murphy, uh, Levi, Ed, Jack Silvani, Lockie mm. O'Brien, Lockie Plowman, Weedering, Jones, like, you know, yeah. he seems to be one that's still teetering on the edge of being good. Yeah. Um, 
And I feel like if you guys continue the way you're playing, you won't see him at his best. He would be a player that you'd rather put out if you've got someone that suits that role better. Because I think we need to play him up the ground, so I think he needs to swap with a half forward. Because he's good at marking and impacts and kicking it into the 50, but when he's in the 50, he always looks a bit lost. And he's not that good at forward pressure. Yeah. He so. averages about one tackle a game. Yeah. And um, he doesn't really chase. No. He's also so, not the quickest, so tackles yeah, aren't going to come easy for him. So. When you see him, you know, playing down in the centre, he'll be in a pack of 30 and take a grab. Yeah. You know? But it's not going to kick a goal from the centre circle. Like, yeah. you know, it's... So maybe that might be a better use of his talent. When he was number one contested marks in the game under Bolton at the start of the first 14 rounds. Yep. Anyway, enough about uh, the baggers, even though we love them. West Coast and North Melbourne. Um, North Melbourne had to run out of steam sometime. And look, they didn't do too poorly. Stayed in it till about midway through the third and then just got overrun by the uh, big Kennedy. With seven goals, nothing. So, sorry, I just opened something by accident. Um, so, but what seven I didn't, goals from eleven disposals. <laughs> what I didn't understand was all the memes I saw on Facebook that was like North, like you know, being shit again, blah blah blah. And I'm like, mm, everyone's got to lose sometime. Yeah, like, like it's not like they've gone back to the form that they were in prior. Yeah, it's back still then well. they probably would have lost by like two hundred points. Yeah, so look, it's. I'd say it's a good result for them, look, because compared to the start of the season, if they'd played West Coast while still under Scott, they probably would have lost by 150. So, um, that's literally what I just said. Hmm. That's what I just said. Yeah, I'm just reiterating. Just reiterating. Okay, continue. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if maybe you misunderstood what I said. No. Um. No, I lost where I'm going now. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Not next game. Here we go. All right, play that way. St Kilda, Melbourne. Look, Melbourne. Melbourne were winning most of the game. Yeah. So and towards about what does it look like? At about halfway through the last quarter, we're still up, and then eventually St Kilda got a couple of couple of goals and unanswered by Melbourne. Um. Well played. Um. Not what I was expecting. I was thinking. Not like a smashing, but I was thinking like a 30-point sort of thing and never at any stage looking like they'd lose that lead. But Melbourne did real well. Um, but not uh, well enough. No, not, not well enough. Not to beat the new coach uh, curse. <laughs> yep. So, uh, but St Kilda, 15 goals, 14 to 13-7. So, could have been a lot different. Could have been a lot further apart. Uh, just you didn't. St Kilda was a bit accurate. Yeah, so an extra nine shots on goal to St Kilda, so just wasted a little bit there, but still got the win and having a late surge for finals. You know, wow. Never know, it's not out of the picture. Um, this one, though, the Port Adelaide GWS game. Port kicking seven goals, 13, really let them down to eight goals, eight, but. Pretty low scoring, 50 one, to 56. Yeah. Uh, 55 to 56. Um, Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, Jodos winning by one point, but at no point during the whole game were they losing. So, Oof. 
pretty... Not bad effort from Port. So, yeah. Um, very interesting. You don't want to lose after you're winning the whole game, do you? Like, it just makes it no. so much worse. Uh, like, imagine if Port won by a point when they hadn't led the entire game. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's just for such a, a close finish, you sort of expect a little bit of back and forth, back and forth, but time in front, 109 minutes and 39 seconds to zero. <laughs> Beauty. Yeah, it was a... So they were, what, five points down at one stage? Amen. men? Sorry, they were... Oh, no, don't worry. Okay. I get you. <laughs> All right. Um... um Standouts kind of just. What about what's his face's run for a Coleman, J Cam? Yep, three goals two. Uh, could have could have got five, but Finlayson with three goals three just doing a little bit better there. Still on the fucking limelight. He's not up for Coleman. But uh, Travis Boak putting up forty disposals. Not a not a bad effort for a losing team. So yeah, did his part. Um, all in all, good game. Would have would have liked to have watched that one, but. Um, no, they put St Kilda Melbourne on TV, which which we all want to see, of course. Yeah. Next game, Western Bulldogs put a Freo Dockers finals hopes into the ground. So, and they put Dale Morris into the ground. Yep, but he's coming back, so that's all good. Is he? Yeah, he says he's not quitting. He, uh, he's thirty-six. Yep, he doesn't want to quit. You're not Adam. Adam, you're not Aaron Sandland. So he's a. Uh, He's come out and said, no, I'm not quitting. I still enjoy the game and I'll stop when I'm ready to. I enjoy the game that I haven't been able to play for the last two years. Look, I didn't think he was going to quit. Like, he doesn't want to go out in these terms. hasn't played in ages. I think he's going to get to the stage where he can play two consecutive games and then... Maybe do a bit of an AJ. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And go down, play some VFL, then maybe some local footy and then slowly make his way down to the couch. Do you reckon he's trying to keep his... AFL career alive in the Northern Blues. I'd say so. He wants um, to go back up to Carlton. I feel like he's just... It's just a stepping stone. This is his chance to play at a less intense environment where he can adjust to playing footy without the increased chance of injury. I think it's a real good idea. Um, could turn out brilliant or... Could be the end kind of He isn't playing a lot of game time. Unfortunately, he spends a lot more time on the bench, it seems, than a lot of other players. He's like, also a defensive coach. Yeah, so... So he might, you know, when he... He might looking, go down that path Looking to as well, yeah. make his way into that area, not back into the, the playing field. But um, Dale putting up... Not Dale Morris. Um, <laughs> Dale, four goals, two. Not a bad effort. And McRae with... 38, so he's making a real real push for that brown load. Yeah, I was going to say, he's pretty high up on the uh, brown load stats. I'm surprised Bontempelli is higher than him. So I'm a bit surprised by that, because I feel like McRae has always been, this season, has been the better player. But maybe it's just not as effective. I haven't really watched any Western Bulldogs games, because how can you blame me? <laughs> yeah, um, why would you? So The uh, the market at the moment for brown load, just while I have uh, sports bet up, is Lockie Neal, Tim Kelly, Dangerfield, which you think is a bit of a uh, because they'll take points off each other, really. Yeah, but it'd be there'd be three, two, two, three, three, two. Yeah, each but still, week, so. the one that gets three more. 
That's but that's why they're both up there. Yeah, I guess. Like they're both expected to get the top two highest because they're just switching between who gets three and who gets two. So uh Dangerfield, Crips, Fife, Bontempally, Grundy, Boke, Trelaw, Gaff, Shuey. And then McRae down there a little bit more at fifty one. Yep, but I just down. I just feel like he's played a better season. Maybe the maybe biggest it's not. Uh, odds, if you want to bet, is Tom Papley. At a thousand and one dollars. Yeah. So if you so, bet one dollar on him, Jane Stevenson, have a look at that. It's uh, some good odds <laughs> compared <laughs> to your dollar and eight cent multi. That's all right. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. I wouldn't mind putting five hundred and one dollars on Sam Walsh, but I won't. I'm just saying. <laughs> so interesting game. You know, Western Bulldogs never look like losing it. Um, I'm impressed for how managed to put sixty six on the board. Um, when Frio doesn't look like they're playing well, they usually don't get above about forty. So yeah, this is a good effort by them. They're not a high scoring team. So yeah, no, well done to Western Bulldogs. Really keeping their hopes alive for that finals push. Um, you can make the finals. You're just not going to make the grand final. <laughs> oh, we'll see. They've done it before from the low yeah, position. But so no one wants to see that again. It was once. It was fairy tale. It was good. We don't need to see it again. Sydney Swans played Geelong for uh, Tom Hawkins' big 300. So 250. 250, that's it, sorry. Um, and he proved that the old boy's got some... Uh, yeah, five goals too. So power left in that leg. Did very well. Um, Tim Kelly making another pole position probably with 31. So getting at least a few votes there. Um, 31 disposals, but yeah, just... Lots of solid performances. You know, I mean, I feel like these two teams have a lot of players that always kind of, you know, yeah. oh, like on uh, Sydney, you've got like Parker, Heaney, and what's that, Ruckman? Um, no, Ruckman. Um, I have no idea about Ruckman. No, that's not the Ruckman I thought they had. Um, but also well, they have... Well, Kennedy always gets a lot of votes. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so... he, isn't he the Ruckman? No, full board. Oh, okay. And then Geelong's got your obvious uh, favourite, so I'm not surprised to see that um, leaderboard or disposals looking pretty mixed. Um, but I wasn't surprised also that it was time for Geelong to stop losing. So And it wasn't Geelong's game, really. Like, for half the game, it looked like it could it wasn't have gone their, way. Well, it wasn't their first half, but they were ahead the whole second half. Yeah. But also, they didn't really take advantage of that third quarter. Uh, Sydney only kicked the one goal, and they only they kicked four goals, five. So, let down there, but yeah, overall, got the win, back on track, and then things are flying. Another game first. on top for them. So, they're pretty much going to stay there now. You'd think. Um they're a game clear. And their percentage um, won't get uh, beaten. On 56 points. And the only people one game below are West Coast and Brisbane. So it would take two games for them and none for Geelong to at least get even. Yeah. Uh, and then another. Oh, no, that's to, to win. Top. That's to win. Two games is to win it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm going to vote that they'll. Yeah, I think, I'll think they'll hold it. They haven't got the most difficult run of all time to finish off. Um, coming up with Freo 
and North. And then the Baggers. Baggers to finish it off. Got Brisbane at the Gabba, so that could be a good game. But yeah. as long as they win the other ones, then they uh, have no threat for pole position. So, in the final game of the week, Gold Coast Essendon. Anything you wanted to add to that? I know we touched on it earlier. Uh, just <laughs> Sorry about that. That's alright. That's alright. Uh, you know, just struggled early. Um, like the last few weeks, like I was saying before, just really struggled to get hold a lead and actually have spent most of the time trying to make comebacks, which we had to do on uh, Sunday night, uh, being down by 27 points at one stage in the third quarter. Um, yeah, just not not really taking advantage of lower teams on the ladder. We've and the thing is, just, if you're starting from behind in finals, it's, it's going to be yeah. hard for you to come back. So you need to stop yeah. playing that way. So, um, yeah, I think just really saved at the end by our uh, midfield. Our clearances were a lot better than a lot better than theirs in late in the game with twenty clearances from the middle to about I think it was four. Um, and it really helped with the goal for Hooker with 36 seconds left, got us the lead, and then Stringer's bomb from about 90 metres out that sealed it with our an extra six points on. So There you go. Um, it clearly wasn't an attempt at going for goal. It was just to get as far into the 50 as possible. But it rolled. And it went through. It rolled. So, so that's what you want. Uh, both him and McKernan with four goals, and King as well with four, so... And King got the um, Rising Star vote this week. Yeah, so uh, deserved. Played a very, played a very good game. Um, Took Miller had a grouse game, um, thirty-two disposals, and it was early on that he was a, a real threat. Had so many clearances. Did tackles. you say his name is Took? Took. T O U K. Took Miller. Never heard of him. What does he look Miller. like? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's nice looking. Yeah. Looks like a nice guy. He's got a mow these days. Oh, um, there you go. Uh, Dylan Shield gang, his usual 28 disposals. I feel like he's gotten that every single game this season. Oh, um, but he didn't get any behinds. I know. This is... Just un- one goal. Unreal. Uh, his uh, goal count is flying at the moment with a whole six goals, 11, with 23% <laughs> scoring accuracy. So that also means a lot of out-of-bounds on the full... Um, that's all that matters. He's got six goals. Um, Aren't you glad you're paying like a million a year for him? So good. Look, uh, I'd take him for his disposals. Um, I'm happy with that. So, but yeah, no, uh, got the win. It's, it's all that matters, I guess. So, um, someone told me today, a West Coast supporter, that someone on West Coast, don't tell me. I wouldn't be able to. Uh, Who's their best runner? Is it Yo? Yeah. Uh, donates a meal for every kilometre that he runs. There you go. And he's their best runner or something like that. And so far he's donated, like, I don't know, a lot. I think 50000 or something like that. Yeah. I don't think it's one impressive. meal per kilometre, but it's like, you know. A bunch of meals yeah. to a group um, through the food bank. So it's good that they didn't pick some, you know, 
fucking shitty like fall back to yeah. do that. But I thought that was a really impressive initiative that, I don't know, I feel like that's not publicized enough. Like, I didn't know about that. But apparently there's a lot that happened down in the old uh, Perth uh, doings yep. that uh, isn't actually even in the media in Victoria. But apparently a whole bunch of shit goes on down there that uh, we don't even know about. So that's yeah. weird. Yeah. I'd be keen to, I don't know, like live there for a month during the footy season and just kind of, you know, see what the goss is like. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do tips. So at Marvel This is Stadium, the week that I'm going to come back. Yeah, sure. North Melbourne versus Hawthorne at Marvel Stadium. What are you going? That's a hard one. At the moment, I'm probably going to go with North. Didn't play too badly this week. <laughs> and Hawks have too. just come off a couple of iffy rounds. Next game at Marvel. Essendon plays Port. Essendon. Yep. I'm going to go with that. GWS plays Sydney. GWS. Lovely. Same here. Uh, Freo versus Geelong at Optus. You're Although go it Freo, is at yeah. Optus, I will go with Geelong. Not go Freo. Oh, I reckon they'll win. Idea. I'm going to go Geelong, but you can go Freo. Oh, thanks. That's very kind of you. You can go Melbourne first. Mel- oh, Melbourne versus Richmond. That is pretty much a safe bet, but I like the risk of going with Richmond. Um, Adelaide plays St Kilda at Adelaide Oval. I'm going to go St Kilda. <laughs> You're going to hate me. <laughs> You're not going St Kilda. The odds are for Adelaide. It. I've already tipped this week. <laughs> I've gone with St Kilda on that Fuck one. You. Is everyone hearing this? That I was... could win this and he's trying to stop me. Hey, I've already tipped. I'm done. So It's not like I saw you tips. Well, I'm not changing it. So how, who I tipped is who Maybe I tipped. Maybe you will. Oh, I know your we'll passcode. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Collingwood plays Gold Coast. Ooh. That is yeah, actually I'm tricky. I'm going to go with Collingwood still. I'm going with Collingwood, but I'm not going to be surprised if Gold Coast wins. Cullen versus West Coast. Now, okay, I'm real 50-50 about this one because I'm 100%... No, no, sorry, 100% is the wrong way. I'm 75% sure Cullen's like, doing so well at the moment. It's at Marvel, so not a big ground. West Coast suck on small grounds. I'm so sure it's Carlton that it's not even funny. And yet you're tipping West Coast, aren't you? I haven't tipped West Coast. No, I haven't. <laughs> You sure? I went with Carlton. As, because I'm 75% sure it's going to be a win. Yeah, same. I'm 100% so, sure. Right. As I am about every Carlton win. Yeah. And then Brisbane versus Western Bulldogs. Brisbane having a flyer. At Gabba. The G. It's just at the G. You're not the MC, No, no. It's just at the G. G means Gabba. So... All right, so you you tip. Look, I'll you, that change. one. I'll that one. I'll see. And you'll change your West Coast tip. No, yeah. that one's gonna stay. You I'm, can't tip Carlton. That's my thing. Sure. That's my thing. No, I've got it. It's in the bag. I know it. All right. Well then, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to take some risks and not tell you about it. Fair enough. Go nuts. But that was my tipping for the week. Yep. I don't know how I feel about this, but... I'll see about that Adelaide St Kilda one, because that remember one I'm really on the fence. on the season, when you kept putting in tips that you don't remember putting in? Yeah. So I feel like I could get away with it, because no, like you, yeah. you actually That's what were you're like, doing anyway. No, I wasn't doing it then, yeah, but okay. I feel like I will do it now, because you kept putting, being like, wait a minute, I didn't tip that, like blah, 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 but you did, obviously, because you clicked on it and it's gone through. No, I'm, you, you've been doing it the whole time, I know it. If I would have, you would be losing. <laughs> I wouldn't give you winning tips. 
Well, it's not as though you're getting the winning tips anyway, so... Yeah, I am, because we're on the side. There you go. For... But, like, it's not as though I'm getting them either. I only just started to come good at the end. Yeah, same. So, there you go. So, why would I give you the so same tips suck. that I'm tipping? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't make no. any sense. Anyway. <laughs> we're signing off. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>